Hola, me llamo Brian Rodríguez. Suscríbete a 110 Football. Hey everybody, this is not a drill. We're doing LHC 360 on a Wednesday. That's right, we uh, took Monday off as it was 4th of July. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. But Max, two days of Trafico. You know, after a week where LAFC signed Chiellini and Bale, you have this game. There's never a dull minute around here. This may be the biggest El Trafico yet. LAFC 360, just right now. We are excited that you are here for another LFC 360. We had a pretty wild week last week from an exciting win over Dallas to Giorgio Chiellini joining the team to a strange last-minute loss against Vancouver. A roller coaster of emotions, and here to articulate all of those is Max Bredos. Yes, very intimate setting here today, Connor. Yes, also Mr. Faithful. It's Sandra Lunch. Yeah, quick. Ten minutes. They're not gonna. They're not gonna fire you or anything, are they? Uh, it's just me and Max Bredos today. Some, I, I know you guys have just been begging for that, right? Just, right. Just the two of us. Well, so we made it happen. We will be joined by Taylor Twelman as well. Oh. So he'll be joining. He'll be calling Soft the game teams. for ESPN on Friday night. Can you believe it? It's right here. So It's very It's a close. good show. If, if there's two people, this is the week to have it because there's a lot to talk about. And we're going to lean into the folks in the chat room, right? Yes, welcome in. Get get. We want your voices heard. We love talking to you guys. We miss you guys. We had to move the episode because of 4th of July, like yeah, you said. But, I think uh, that was the right call. Good to see you guys. Hello. Good to see everyone. And right now the housekeeping is out of the way. That was some solid housekeeping. Let's dive into last week's biggest storylines in hashtag trending. Hashtag trending. Hashtag trending. How was that? How was that? I didn't have the magic hands like Vince does. All right, so our first topic is uh, momentum. And there was a lot of it with LAFC coming in after two good home victories. They lost a little bit of that, or maybe more than just a little bit, with the, the defeat in Vancouver, which has become a house of horrors, really. Yeah. LAFC. I think there's been five matchups, and they've lost four of them. Except that very first one. Year one. Year one. So uh, it's not a great place for them to play, which I think you can forgive them. Uh, the momentum is interesting because I will say this, Connor. LAFC have had momentum in the two meetings this year going into the Galaxy yep. games, and it didn't work out so well. So maybe momentum overrated. Well, I, I, it's an odd situation that both teams are in right now because I, I think I can speak on behalf of all LAFC fans. The past couple weeks have been the highest of highs as an LAFC fan. It's been just pure good vibes. The team has been playing well. The Dallas game was uh, uh, top three for me almost. It was, it it was, was out-of-body amazing feeling. And then the Galaxy, they've been struggling, especially at home. Fans are pretty upset. Even the season ticket holders, like, they were going to Twitter. And then just the game before El Trafico, just a little uptick for the Galaxy. 4-0 win against a really good team in the East. And LAFC, a loss to maybe not one of the best teams in the league, period. I don't know. It's one of those weird scenarios where you would think that LAFC has all the momentum going into it in just one game. Shifts it just a little bit. To finish up the previous point, the Galaxy had no momentum in those LA games, so now they do have some, although it's one game, but it was a heck of a performance. Uh, so maybe it all plays out in that way. I will say that uh, it's going to be very difficult to win road games. LAFC have already won a bunch of them. Yep. Vancouver was always going to be good. I, I think they'll do a, find a good way to, to wash this one away. The means that they lost that game were very difficult. They had a point. If this game tied nil-nil, we're having, a, we're having a very positive conversation. We're having you know? a very, like, very positive Hey, they were able to get a point. 
without Carlos Vela, without Chiqui, without Sifu, and playing was, a different formation. It was also a fluke goal, right? An error uh, in transition. But also, I, I, I think it's important to note that I don't really think momentum matters in these games. These games are always very one-off. You can never really predict what happens in these rivalry matches. Every single time LFC has momentum, they happen to lose. Galaxy has momentum, they'll lose sometimes. Playoff game, you know, it's uh, maybe what we're talking about doesn't really matter for a game of this scale, right? Yeah, the, uh, the two defeats this season though have really tightened the bolts for LAFC. So they come into this game knowing how important it is. Yep. They saw what happened after the Open Cup game, the protest that was there in the North End. They know about it. They want to win this for the fans, but that pressure, I, I, I don't know if it helps the mindset. It certainly didn't do that in the Open Cup, but maybe they have a cathartic moment here at home. So talking about this loss, um, it was a much different lineup than we saw, and Steve Terundolo in the press conference post-match <laughs> He actually took some of the blame on himself. He said that, you know, he, he tried out some new stuff uh, and it didn't work. Blamed himself and the coaching staff. What do, we, what do we feel about that? Some ownership from Steve? It's a first class move because obviously he's protecting his player, Ilya Sanchez, with that turnover late. And uh, we saw Ilya at training. He's, it, it, it's, it's affecting him, but it's such a rare play for him. And there's nothing you can really say as a coach or another like, those things happen. Those things happen. And I love the fact that Steve took it and says, look at me. It was a formation maybe I should have tangled a bit. I thought it was a wise move from him in the way that you're playing to your strengths because what, what LAFC does have, and they're not all there yet, they have center backs. It's yeah. the best position, in my opinion, because you have five good players. You although have we have five starter Giorgio quality Chiellini. players. Murillo, well, Fali, Biaga, Chiellini, and Segura. Well, I want to leave it to the chat. What do you think? You know, Steve comes out and says it's his fault. He maybe shouldn't have messed with the tactics going into this game. But a lot of you, I even saw in the chat, said it, it, maybe it was smart. He rested some guys, no suspensions. Uh, and maybe No suspensions. It was, there's a lot of good things you can take out of it. So I think some so, of the folks... So what do you guys think? Do you think that this was an error on Steve's part? Or do you think, hey, even though it is a loss, is it that bad in the grand scheme of things? I'll say right? this. Calling the game on KCOP, it was difficult. People want to talk about the third DP. They think Twelman's going to come in here and break the Jesse Lingard news. There's no Jesse Lingard news other than he's coming to the U.S. to hear some. Sh you guys are some, hyping up Jesse Lingard too some much. Decks. Come on now, he's no Gareth Bale. Uh, Andres saying focus yeah. has been beating a Galaxy since Open Cup loss. I think that's there. So for Steve Chirunlo, this is where he's going to learn a lot about the job. This is where he's going to, and I think the the move with what he did after the game, protecting his guys, was a good first step. But you have to deflect it. There's so many emotions involved, and we know about sports. You have to quell those things. So I know the I know the fans are emotionally charged. I know we are. Uh, the teams have to keep the players have to keep a level head. And maybe this game is where where Steve really proves himself, right? Yeah, he's had a great start. And again, you don't want to get into a bad a bad little stretch. But it's it's just been illuminated because of the first two games. There's no doubt about it. So I don't want to read into the loss too too much because again, like we said, contextually, like. It's not the end of the world. We rested some guys. What are some positives to come out of this loss? Big game. No one's really injured. Carlos, Brian, and Cheeky didn't travel with the team. So there's that. No Kellen suspensions for Kellen picked, Acosta. Yeah, he would have got a yell. He would have been suspended. Sifu stayed back. He would have gotten a, a suspension if he were to have traveled and gotten a yellow card. So, I mean. They avoided injuries because uh, Jesus Murillo 
uh, picked up a, an injury that had to see him come off, but he's training. He's okay. Replaced by Eddie Segura, and that could have ended badly. You know, he hasn't on played turf. in a while on turf. It's not ideal. You know that's going through the coaches, but that opportunity came up. He came in, and that's a very good positive. You got to get that out of the way. It's he's it's going to be rusty. He looked rusty, but he uh, he was ambitious. He took on a lot of responsibility. He hit some balls across the way. I think that's at the top of the list. By the way, we had a, a conversation with uh, Eddie on the Inside LAFC Max Events podcast. Check yep. it out. It's out right now. Yeah, in depth scoop. In depth. Bilingual. Uh, but Andreas in the chat saying, uh, you know, no excuses. Ever, uh, no, oh, no, that's Gerardo. Uh, that's Gerardo. But I'm saying Andreas is saying there couldn't have been a better outcome. No suspensions, no injuries. Everyone's available. I would say maybe a point could have been a little bit better. But uh, hey, can't we know it. If, if let's, let's let's just put it out there. If the Galaxy win this game, it will be a bitter, bitter pill, and there are no more games against the Galaxy for the rest of the season. So you're gonna have to grin and bear it for the remainder of the season unless you get a, a shot at the postseason. So uh, it's uh, we know how important it is. We can see it with the fans. But I, I, like I said, or like we said about the positives, they LAFC have put themselves in a good position to do well here. When we saw Carlos Vela take those knocks against FC Dallas, you, you immediately think, okay, is he going to be ready for the Galaxy game? You weren't even thinking about Vancouver. So LAFC were able to position that. I think Carlos Vela has been playing very well. So his body fresh without a game on the turf is going to get prime Vela, I would imagine. Prime Vela, hopefully. Yes. Prime Vela. I actually, so just speaking about this Vancouver loss just a little bit more, I actually think our midfield had a very good performance, all things considered. It wasn't our A team. We had Latif, Kellen, and Poncho in our midfield, and we were very, very close to coming away with a clean sheet. That's just the facts. I think Kellen had one of his best games uh, with LAFC against Vancouver, and that is very much needed against the Galaxy. Yeah, he was, when that ball goes, I'm sorry I keep bringing up the turf, but it just slows the play down. That's the way it is. Vancouver knows how to play it. That's why they're so successful at home. But it was slow for LAFC, and Kellen Acosta was the guy who got the foot on the pedal. He was the one that was able to pick up that pace and make those connecting passes when they were able to accelerate and have those good patches. So I agree with you with Kellen Acosta. Latif's going to give you a really good shift. The midfield overall, you know, you have two players that weren't there or Ilya Sanchez wasn't starting. He came in. No, Ilya and Sifu are regular starters. Yeah. You have that five-man platoon, and you've been using all of them a long way. Uh, you'll do okay. Poncho, I thought he played a pretty good game as well, playing in a couple positions. You project him as a six. And people like Poncho in our post game. So, that says a lot. Yeah. I like how the opinions sway. Poncho got that yellow on Cavallini, getting uh, yeah. in there, putting his, his face in the pad. But, but look, like I said, we need Kellen to finally step up to the plate, especially in a game against the Galaxy, right? Whether it was the Open Cup loss or the league loss earlier in the season, the Galaxy bossed us in the midfield both games. We need one of our players. Ilya can't do it himself. So it's either Sifu, Kellen, maybe even Latif. Someone has to step up and show out in Boston midfield against the Galaxy where I think we get a, a, a win. LAFC added defensive help in Chiellini. They added attacking help in Gareth Bale. Uh, there's a DP. If they were to fill the DP, you would imagine it's more attacking help. That's generally where the DP standard is. However... Uh, midfield is what it is. This is the group that's going to probably take it for the rest of the season, it would appear, unless they get active on that too. 
So uh, Giorgio Chiellini is, is training. Yeah, he's training. Have you guys seen the oh, photos? It was my, unbelievable. Some of my favorite photos is just like he had, he posted three photos of him and Danny Trejo, like th three in a row. Yeah. I, I just find it very, very cool that a player like Danny Trejo now has a possibility of playing with Giorgio yeah. Chiellini. Look at that guy. I, I, I was there, and it, I was like a, a kid in a candy store. You walk there, and you see him, and your eyes get big like saucers. Like, it's real. It's real. That's real. If because you showed me to this, I would have thought it was like a deep fake. That's, that's a player that you see him. You know how he runs. You know how he looks. He's, you saw him in a couple World Cups, not this one coming up, obviously. And he's just bigger than life. He's a real personality. What I loved is he kind of hit the ground running. He wasn't a silent bystander there. He no. came in and he was talking to Cheeky, yeah. talking to Mama Dufal. There was one moment I put it on my social media where he addressed to both these guys. He kind of said, you got to be here and this is the run. I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's what we wanted to see. I didn't think we were going to see it in his first training. And he touched upon it like this is his Second first training. time really at a new club, right? This is his first experience coming into a new group of guys. And one, he's excited. But he, I think he knows his, his worth and his value and his ability to, to teach the other players, so I'm I'm so happy that he's just jumping right in and and you know filling those holes. There's also a, about Chiellini. There's a uh, there's an aura about him. His agent was there. There's there's going to be some media interest, and the same is going to happen with Gareth Bale. So the training for LFC is going to be a very exciting place, regardless of what happens on the field when they play, whether it's Friday or the next game. I believe is Nashville uh, or the game after that. It's uh, training's gonna be a spectacle, which is very cool. It is. I'm just so happy. Look at him. Did you see that? It's Giorgio. 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 Ah. Some people. I, I want to get. I want to touch on what Craig said. It's not good to treat the Vancouver result as an acceptable loss. There should be disappointment and even some anger from players about getting beat going into the Galaxy game. Ah. Uh, let's agree to disagree. I think, uh, I think that's when you have to shake a little bit. You can't be satisfied. They're not. Look, you're never going to be satisfied with the loss, but I think some are definitely heavier than others, right? I, again, as Andreas pointed out, no injuries, no suspensions. We have a full team available. Yeah. I ideally, would come away with a point, but I think that, you know, it's a long season. Not everything's like black and white. Each game you have to win. Each game you're not going to win. Win at home, tie on the road. And they almost did that on the road, so now they got to win here at home and for LAFC you would also uh they get some road wins they have they got more I think they have more home road wins than anyone so they've been good on the road this is a blip if you will so we've been telling you guys this all week and not that you could forget we'll be at the bank all day Friday culminating with our tailgate pregame we'll be live here on the 110 football YouTube channel at 6 30 p.m and after the match this panel and Vince will be with you to give our immediate post-game reaction. It's going to be great. We're going to be right there all day. It's all traffic. Where did I, I put that? We'll be selling 110 merch. Oh, it's right here. T-shirts. Check it out, guys. hats. And those fabulous snapbacks. I got the shirt. Where's the snapback? I got both snap. I got both hats. Yeah, Look. Give me the snapback. No. Everyone's wearing it. Look, it everyone, looks really good on Ilya. Do you guys want to be like your favorite players? Come buy a, uh, a 110 football dad hat or snapback or T-shirt. Look at that. He's got the okay. lollipop. Olipop. It's going to be at the Friday yeah. Fan Fest. We can't, I, I mean, I, Steve Tarandolo was wearing it. Chicho was wearing it in Vancouver. People are traveling with it. It's a great look. It's pretty simple. The players are wearing it. You want to wear it.
It's great colors too. Can I love a say, good black and gold. It's a nice soft cotton. Feels good on the skin. Does it? You can rub it on your face. Can I? What's it say on the back? It says 110 football. So people can just shame, your back. shameless plugs. Shameless plugs for our merch. And also, come hang out with us at the tailgate. We'll be there. We'll be selling merch, but we're also here, here for it's, a look, good conversation. It's, it's a cool. One ten stuff's cool. Uh, and it's rivalry, so of black is cool. It's rivalry week, so of course we had to steer into that in this week's class of twenty-two. The players did not disappoint. Have a listen. So we're gonna do rapid fire. One word that comes to mind when I say a word: galaxy. Trash. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 just uh. Uh, okay. <laughs> mm, no comment. <laughs> Nothing to say. <laughs> El Clásico. A great team. Great franchise. Rival. Yuck. Trash. Lo peor. <laughs> <laughs> That was cold from Ilya. That was very cool. Because he said it was a great club, a great franchise. And Bob Bradley could not call the club a franchise. So maybe that was a dig, but he disguised it as a compliment. that was a dig compliment. at Bob Bradley? No, it was a dig at the, the Galaxy. The Galaxy, yes. I said franchise once. Bob was like, and I got Bob, I, I felt like disappointed him so much. So. Wow. What is this selling a kidney for a ticket? That's how big this rivalry game is? There right. are people yep. who, um, Luis says, do you think fans put too much importance on El Trafico? There's no doubt about it. It makes it uncomfortable when this game rolls around. You feel it. You feel like you don't. Which, but that's the way it's supposed to be, right? Yeah, but then you're also like, come on. You're like, but you're also saying, don't, if don't we lose this game, the rest of my month is going to be wrecked. You know, I remember the first couple were like that. But after yeah, like they're devastating. 20 of them. But that's it. It's a good feeling, and it's a miserable feeling. But what do you guys think? We did that word association with the players. What's the first word that comes to your mind when you think galaxy? Dookie. Dookie. Good word. That's how it should be. That's right. That's how I, uh, that's my email signature. Dookie? Dookie. Yeah. Anyway. Was that the, was that the Green Day album? It was. Yeah, Dookie, of course. Sorry. Not my favorite band, but uh, memorable. Okay, we're going to debut a new game today. It's going to be difficult. I know some of you are experienced, like me, and remember the old game show. Win, lose, or draw. It was a classic. This is not that, but it is called that. That was the delivery, right? How, how old It's is time this? for LFC 360's Win, Lose, or Draw. Studio audience, watch those monitors. Come on down. So, explain the game, Max. Yeah, here we go. Definitely. In the box. Basically, the, the box. game is simple. We will each reach into this box, pick out a potential result for Friday's big game. Whatever we get, we have to make the argument as to why that will happen. That's pretty straightforward. We've been preparing for the chat to get on us all week, so don't worry. It's not how we truly feel. Evidently, our producers just like to troll us, so here we go. Connor, you're first up. Again, guys, we have to pick and argue for whatever we get. There are only three things so in there. feel free to come at me, okay? Shall we? All right. Oh, my God. There you oh. go, Gerardo. Get the likes up. Why is uh, the draw? Why is it going to be a draw? Why is it going to be a draw? Well, I'll tell you why. Uh, my God. Should have prepared for this. Is this ever? Out. Is it ever a draw? Hey, look, it's going to be a draw because this is one of the most anticipated well, not this El Traficos of all time. 
everyone's gonna get there, and no one's gonna be satisfied, okay? Chicharito's gonna score, and Velo's gonna score. It's gonna end like 1-1, but uh, no team's gonna find a breakthrough. It's gonna be just one of those games, and everyone's just gonna be pissed leaving the bank. It's not gonna be fun. Yeah, well, I think there's some positives in there, right? You can there kick it to the positives. next season. And, and look, the, the, this Galaxy thing is a distraction for LAFC. You gotta win it, but then you get it behind it, and you focus on, I know this is gonna sound crazy, Bigger fish to fry. Winning the Supporter Shield. MLS winning Cup. Winning MLS Cup. Qualifying for the CONCACAF Champions League. I, I will say, though, I think this weird momentum shift that we talked about earlier where Galaxy were lowest of lows, LAFC highest of highs, and then just a little uptick for the Galaxy and a little a little bad for, the, for LAFC with Vancouver. I feel like that might do something to both teams' mentality where it's going to be an odd match. No team's really fully ready for this game, I don't think. Feels odd. I like, uh, I, I like what Andres said. Uh, Steve has these guys firing on all cylinders. He does. I swear to God, no if you Vancouver. get win and I have to argue for a loss and a draw. Is fun. this for an LAFC win, right, or loss? Correct? It's all, what, it's, I mean, whatever. It, yeah, but, the, but the, I need to do the last one, man. I didn't want it to obscure it. All right. Get it. LAFC wins. Uh, there's a chance LAC wins and they win big, right? It's been stewing. It's hard for a team as inconsistent as the Galaxy is putting it. You know, this is a team before that Montreal loss that the slings and arrows were coming out at them. Couldn't get anything right. Players weren't playing well, losing some bad games. Sacramento Republic at the top of that list. How could a team that looked so good against LAFC the round prior look so bad the next? So... When you're an inconsistent team like that, uh, it's just odd to come out and beat a team as good as LAFC is, certainly, three times. So this is probably the most likely outcome, right? I know Las Vegas is probably get, is betting that LAFC wins this game. Smart money is on the LAFC winning. You're lucky. You got the win. I got the loss and well, the draw. Well, pull it out anyway. Well, I wonder if this also Wait, You can talk on the win. Do you think... No, I mean, that's what likely? I want to happen, and I do think it's most likely. Okay. I think it's, uh, I think this is most likely. Rift. Let's see what I got as my second one. Really? Well, those do the only we options. really have to do this, guys? I got to figure out what I'm going to say. But they're this not going to lose. This is easy. No, okay. The Galaxy has her number this season. There two you go. Two games, two losses for LAFC, and they've been pretty poor losses, all things considered. It's in there. Uh, it's in LAFC's head, they get, and they can't get it out. And they can't get it out, and for some very messed up reason uh the galaxy really just cares about this game way too much yeah i think i think more so than LAFC. tell us more why the galaxy they just, put all, they rule with an iron fist they care more of the pr oh the, really they, they care more about the pr standpoint and they think that hey they get this big win can put you all believe the this no they put a b team against sacramento republic in the open cup they don't care about competitive oh success they don't care about a quarterfinal in the open cup they don't they really don't they don't care about two wins I'm, away from I'm a major trophy directly to greg vanny um wow that's but, but on top of that they just put all their eggs in this damn basket against lafc all the time and it's so frustrating uh so the gal i mean the galaxy just has her chicharito is just lethal for some reason always it's going to tap in like two goals or something. Again, What's get up up a that? fast start Galaxy, fast. and it's up two, and LAC's chasing the game. That's going to happen again. For some According reason, with a five-starter five center-back deep roster, Boo, we somehow can't uh, defend against Micah uh, Gutierrez says, Connor, blink twice if you disagree with the prompt. Get on the <laughs> – you must more than <laughs> – Well, I blink more than 
place. Your, your dad hat almost came off. <laughs> Look like it. You're having a, a I, I, But I, I'd actually say Andrea's very good point. Like, last the last league game, or was it the Open Cup game, Carlos Vela gets injured first 10 minutes of the game. That could easily bad happen. Bad luck. Right? Bad luck. So bad luck always seems to be in our court. And I just, I'm over these games. Right? Whoa, whoa, time out, time out, time out. You're over the Clásico Angelino, a.k.a. El Tráfico. A little bit. Y'all are hyping this up too much. It's uh, just another game in our in our in our adventure to the MLS Cup. Look at the camera and blink if you actually believe what you're saying right there. No, that's weird. <laughs> but I, if I, you're I, in the chat, we're talking about this. We're getting into it. Send us your your questions. We love talking to you guys. Uh, I get on, pretty funny too. I would look say. this this week comes around. You're excited for the game. When the game starts, it's great. For me, uncomfortable nature of it when. Uh, uh, I've, I get it from both ends, man. It is it is harrowing, and we try to quell everyone. I don't know. I get dragged into these things between the two clubs. No, I, I've been at it so long. I'll, I'll say really quickly before we get into the the chat questions. When I say I'm over it, look, this game comes around. Super excited, very anxious all the time. You really you want to win these games no matter what. You really want to win them. It's bragging rights. There's nothing more that I love than bragging rights. Um, but just over time... The Galaxy as, have the bragging rights. The Galaxy have the bragging rights. As the years have gone by, I feel the the repetitive nature of the stupid Carson, Chivas, Diggs are just a little much, guys. What's next for this rivalry? And I'll get into it a little bit uh, well, I, a little I, bit later. I would like to see... I like the, the venom between these clubs, and I like the fan bases going at each other. But there's got to be something new. Yes, there's got to be something new, but I'd also like to see the clubs come together and find something positive that they can collaborate on around the game where uh, high tide lifts both, you know, all, all boats, you know, where they can uh, benefit it in a good way. Always. Where, uh, because it's not happening. This is, you get nervous when this, for a variety of reasons, that it could get a little hairy, which it usually does. Uh, MG, I don't know what you're talking about. No comment. Yeah, what does even, I don't even understand that terminology. <laughs> We don't do that. The King Jacob, is that for uh, Vela? We should see. Uh, and uh, people, look, we're going to talk about it too. Giorgio Collini and Garth Bale, everyone's asking about what they're going to do. Uh, uh, at this point, they're not going to start a game, but Chiellini's training. You would like to see if he get in there, but it might have to be the right situation. I don't know anything about it. Um, Garth Bale has not started training, so it would seem like a long shot. But uh, who knows? It is the big game. It's important to these two clubs. It's important to the league as well. Yes, um, it is Vela. Juan, where's my Maxon and Relaxon? Oh, where? Juan's, Juan's an OG. I, I want to know, how many of you guys in the chat were here last season when we had the Maxon and Relaxon bits? Uh, in, from Miami, because I was traveling to Miami a lot, and my mom would film that segment, and she would, like, direct me and go, oh, this was a good one. I like the second take. Just film it, Mom. <laughs> I'll decide that, all right? I got to send it off. Yeah, last season on LAFC's YouTube channel. That was... Uh, Max and Relax. Maybe it'll make a comeback, Juan. And thanks for the support. Live from Miami. Juan's a legit OG. Would we want Lingard in LAFC? Max Kratos? Sure. Hashtag Great player. Still in not? his prime. Uh, good personality. People know who he is. He's got some clout off the field, too. Uh, played for my, my English club, West Ham. Was excellent. Uh just needs to get out of Manchester United where things yep. aren't going well for a lot of players, just like Cristiano Ronaldo. So I think Jesse Lingard doesn't mean he's coming, but maybe he's going to kick the tires 
Uh, and uh, again, yeah, that's a great MLS. That would be a great MLS addition for a lot of reasons, whether it's LAFC or somewhere else. Jay Ling's. What's the celebration again? Isn't it like the this, right? With Jay, anyway. It was a, no, that's. Uh, this was Antoine Griezmann. That's no? Griezmann, that's right. Uh, Miss Uncle Jay Luis with another good reference. Aww. God, I love you guys. Maxon and Relaxon and Eli Lesser. Eli's still around. Eli's still around doing his thing. He's going to university now. Uh, what are we doing then? In-depth breakdown of where the, <laughs> the team is at now. Um, you guys in the chat, I want to see you guys at the tailgate before the Galaxy match. Come on now. Come say hi. I want to meet you guys. I want to put faces behind these, like, these avatars. I want to uh, – the the DP discussions are – and Gerardo going, I wouldn't want him on another MLS team. And that's, that's interesting, but – Yes, the do. marketplace is going to get really active. It already has. Look at Toronto with what they've been doing Ooh, with this uh, Italian revival, Bernadeschi, Lorenzo Insigne, who I picked up a calf injury, I heard, so he's yeah. probably not going to play. Until the 23rd. I 23rd. Okay. So this game will be on ESPN on Friday, and uh, John Champion and Taylor Twelman will be calling it the best in the biz, and now Taylor joins us here on LAFC 360. Taylor, great, great to have you as always, and you've watched uh, all these games in the past, and now you have the added bonus for LAFC that Giorgio Chiellini and Gareth Bale are joining the club. How big of a deal is that? What did you? What was your reaction when you heard not just Chiellini, but Bale was coming here? Bale was the biggest shock, Max. And first off, thanks for having me. Uh, just love talking the game with you guys. I, Bale was a shock for me because I did the Wales-Ukraine uh, World Cup playoff. And in speaking to his representatives before that game and listening to some of the um, mutual colleagues, I'll say, in the world of golf, um, all signs pointed to him staying home close. Cardiff City was where he was going to sign. Six-month deal, go on to the World Cup, ride into the sunset. And yet John Thornton has thrown them a little bit of a curveball. Steve Cherundolo's conversation with Garrett convinced him to come to LA. So that was a big surprise. Chiellini, not so much because uh, after working the Euros uh, with Alessandro Del Piero, there was always this rumor floating around that Chiellini would be interested in coming to LA, didn't need a ton of money, just wanted to experience it, had listened to Del Piero and his family living in LA and what that was like. So that wasn't as big of a surprise as Gareth Bale. And yet the biggest one of them all is the fact that neither of them are designated players and John Thornton can actually roll the dice and go for a Lingard, even though I would be shocked if he goes into a bidding war for Jesse Lingard, but he's going to try to make another move. And in particular, it's going to be a nine up front. So Max, this becomes a really interesting conversation of an eclectic group of players and how Steve Cherundolo can put it all together. That's fantastic. Uh, quickly about Bale. When you see how LAFC plays, and let's assume that Bale is going to be playing at a good level because he has the World Cup, is it a good fit with the players that LAFC have? Do you see that functioning the way they play? Max, I'm skeptical about it, bud. I'm skeptical. Unless, unless, and you've heard me say this publicly, you've heard me say this off the record as well, you're really going to sit a guy that's got 20 goals in what 14 months, less than 14 months of playing in Christian Arango. So you're going to play less than a year. What am I talking about? And, and Vela is going to play as a false nine and Gareth Bale is going to play off the right. Rodriguez is going to play off the left. That means Vela and Bale are operating in the same spaces. 
and nothing's vertical yep. then. And so if there's nothing vertical with both of those players, the field becomes very small. And so Steve Trundle understands this. And he said, right now, my plan is to play Vela as the nine. But that's got to evolve. Now, I know they're sh- they've are they been shopping and, and listening to offers for Christian Arango. Obviously, the designated player, they're targeting in a nine. They, they want to look at a nine. So that makes Arango maybe expendable. They've got more than one or two center backs that could easily be moved. So there's a lot of manipulation here, but with Gareth Bale in particular, next to Carlos Vela, I'm skeptical because I think they operate in the both spaces. And this is not the Gareth Bale that left Tottenham, went to Real Madrid. It was a vertical player that we saw in how many Champions League finals. That's not the same player. He's eerily similar to Carlos Vela and how he plays. I just think they've got to find the right mix of that. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but I don't think it works well if Vela is your nine. So, Taylor, uh, we talked a little bit about it earlier in the show. Uh, from a fan's point of view, this rivalry has started to get a little repetitive. We were uh, Earlier in the year, I was saying, what's next? Whether it's from the fans or from the teams, Bale and Chiellini both come in. Douglas Costa for, for the Galaxy. What is the state of the El Trafico rivalry? What, what's next? Is this the next chapter? Yeah, I think it is. Listen, he... <laughs> The problem for all the El Trafico fans is that it this this rivalry started with a bang. <laughs> and I mean a big bang. How I mean, we, do we often say that with Seattle and Portland, Toronto and Montreal in this league with rivalries? You're going to have lulls and rivalries, but it's still the rivalry. The rivalry is about the supporters. The rivalry is about the franchise and the identities of those franchises. However... Zlatan and Vela in the way this thing went about when it first started, you're sitting here saying, wait a minute, is this really what El Trafico is going to be every single year? Now, most of us were saying there's going to be a lull. I don't think there's ever been a bad game. And if there was, I remember doing it. It was 1-1 at Dignity Hill Sports Park. That was the, the, the dullest of all the games. Yet, I don't think you need the stars. I think both supporter groups can't stand each other. Absolutely love that. Although I do think it still needs to be a little bit more safe and cordial off the field if you if you follow where I'm going. Yeah. But I look at this, Chiellini and Bale are LA Galaxy type of signings. Yeah. And so that's where this rivalry yeah. flips a little bit, right? Because now, all of a sudden, that used to be the Galaxy's mojo. We're, we're going to go out, we're going to sign one or two of the name players, and then fill in the holes around that with domestic style players and players that are gonna run the show to allow them to thrive. Now all of a sudden LAFC said, no, we're gonna add Chiellini. We're gonna add Gareth Bale to already a team that was successful, would have been successful last year, if not for the injuries. So I think the rivalry gets a little extra spicy now because now there's a ton of questions and rightfully so about who are the galaxy and what are they gonna do? And mind you, don't let this slip by anyone. They are 100% going to be in on Jesse Lingard and asking questions of what it's going to take. And if it means so, they would then get rid of Douglas Costa. That is still in play. So this thing could be, you know, before Friday kickoff time, this thing could get a little bit more interesting. These are you just got a bunch bites. of – you got more viewers in, the, in a few seconds with what – just the knowledge you're spewing here. Hey, real quickly, Taylor, uh, Connor thinks LAFC is going to lose this game. How do you see it? How do you no, see it I, turning no, out? I did not you say said that. It, but pulled it out of the okay, box. Okay, go for it. 
What's, what, what happens on Friday? It's a real good question, Max and Connor. And by the <laughs> way, Connor's not going out on a limb because the Galaxy have owned this rivalry other than 2019. I'm not going out on a limb. You're not really going out on a limb. No. You tell me, it, what, for whatever reason, LAFC see the Galaxy on the other side of the field, and it's as if they saw a ghost. Now, I don't think Gareth Bale plays in this game because from all accounts and from, all, from everything I'm hearing, he's just getting to California today, if not tomorrow morning. Yep. He'll be off the bench. Chiellini may be off the bench. I think LAFC is the better team, but it doesn't matter. The Galaxy, for whatever reason, in big games, that is still with them. They still own this. And yet, I just feel like you're wrong. I think LAFC are going to absolutely bury him. I just have a sneaky suspicion. There you go. Taylor, you are the man. What can I tell you? Never waste a word. Always great content. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the oh. hair and the glasses... Looking good. Yep, I didn't wear pants though, so. Can we pan down the camera? No, wait, oh. uh, I don't know why you want to do the that. The water Max. was cold. The water was cold. <laughs> <laughs> Thank good you, man. Have a great broadcast. Uh, we'll be watching. Well, I'll watch later after we're watching it live, but I'll, I'll tune in for the repeat. Oh. There you go. Look at that. Look at the chat. I mean, Taylor Twelman, does he, he comes in like. A and then he dropped ball and he, boom. Not only did he come in like a broke, wrecking ball, broke some his last sound bite was Galaxy have LAFC's number, but he has a suspicion that he LAFC's gonna murder the Galaxy. <laughs> he also yeah. said that the Galaxy in on Jesse Lingard. Everyone was asking about Jesse Lingard, so uh, but but I, as I LAFC... love Taylor. And look, Taylor's just a, is the is one of the best, if not the best. And what he does here in the United but States. But as LAFC fans, you want the Galaxy to get someone like Lingard as well. You want them to get a, a big player. You want you want this Vela's Laton esque rivalry back. You know, you want that spice, and I like it. I w one thing I would touch on what Taylor said is, you have Chiellini and Bale, and you have the game, and maybe they don't cross here in any way on mm -hmm. Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, LAFC still playing very well despite the Vancouver result. And these guys have been getting you results. Guys have been getting results, so you're going to lean into them. So uh, for folks that will be tuning in to see Chiellini and Bale, I think you uh, you know have to prepare that it, the timing's not right. Timing is not right. Uh, and LAFC may have what they need, require to win this game. Without those two, those two guys will help the team further down the road. We're, we're talking about this game. We're but we do another game. game on 110 Football during our, our, our pre-games for LAFC home games, and that's players to watch. And last week, we did it, and we do have a winner. So without further ado, Max, can you give me a drum roll? Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds good. I like people are we ready? Like that right here. Sheila E. Kevin? Kevin, are you here? At Kevin LAFC. Uh, he, Kev LAFC, sorry, uh, won the prize pack from players to watch. Thank you guys for playing. Each week, you can win some awesome prizes. We have 110 football prizes, we have LAFC prizes, and sometimes we have signed gear. And that's hard to come by nowadays. Oh, Gerardo giving us a starting 11. I think that's, I think you got it. Yep. We'll see. See if uh, all those guys are ready for the game. Uh, so we do this bit here on LAFC 360. A it's a bit. Uh, we do it every single week in that stoppage time. It's our chance to really get nitty and gritty and give our, it's like a hot take. A little bit. So, Max, without further ado, what is your stoppage time for this week? Uh, it's part of a bigger picture about Major League Soccer and why you have to watch it if you are a fan of the men's national team uh, or even the Mexican national team. And I'll tell you why. The under-20s wrapped up and the U.S. won a third straight. 
convincingly beating the Dominican Republic 6-0 in the final. They were really not tested in this. And the one thing you notice about this squad, with a couple exceptions, all these kids, there are kids, right? We're the Americans here. These are our kids playing there. They play in Major League Soccer. So you look at what this is doing right now. MLS is taking the reins of developing players. These guys aren't going to universities anymore. These guys aren't uh, finding sports. Uh, places or other sports to play. They're getting developed here. They're seeing a paycheck. They are getting closer to a pathway to perhaps be the next Christian Pulisic. Yeah. McKinney, who knows? It's not just for the U.S. LAFC were involved in here, although Mexico did not have a great tournament. Tony Leone was an everyday player for them. Christian Torres played as well. Tony Leone making the tournament 11. It seems like Tony Leone has been around. We talk about all the center backs LAFC has. There's Five really good ones, and Leone's probably on the outside looking in, but he's 18. So uh, still a, a chance to break on here, and we should be very proud about what these LAFC Academy players have done. But MLS, whether it's young American players. By the way, there's a lot of CONCACAF players that play Period. in MLS that yeah. were in this tournament. Young South American players. I mean, I've seen guys like Dylan Barrero at uh, the Revolution, Talis Magno mm -hmm. at New York City FC, Leo Chu at Seattle. All these, these under-22 guys that are coming to the league are delivering. And then you have Chiellini and Bale and Insigne and Bernadeschi. What more could you want? And I agree, Coming from everywhere. I agree with you, Max. I'm going to back you up because you, you tweeted out uh, something very similar to this, and you were getting a little bit of heat for it. Yeah. Right? Uh, but a lot of... Watch MLS uh, if you uh, want to be critical of the league. Watch it. But not only for the, 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 the youth national team. You have players who are playing for the senior national team who came yes. out of MLS Academy systems, and that trend will continue to happen. So if you say that you don't want to watch MLS or you don't like it or the level isn't good enough, but you still support the U.S. men's national team, look, I'm a Canadian. I still casually support the U.S. men's national Canada, team. Canada, not good in the under-20s. Not good at all. Thanks, Guatemala. Um, <laughs> Guatemala, no, but, man. But, Semifinals have a couple players in MLS. But you can't just pick and choose what you like and dislike, right? This is... Uh, this is the nation's league now, right? Major League Soccer is this country's league, and you better get with it, or you're going to start to fall behind if you're, yeah. you're a but fan of the Yeah, people aren't watching this league, right? That's the problem. So let's watch it. Let's watch it. My stoppage time, talked about it a lot already, but I'll really get into it for you guys. I'm going to say that this El Trafico this week is the most important El Trafico thus Whoa. far. Whoa. There's been a lot of very important ones. There was the and first you say one. they're going to lose. There was... <laughs> Of Max. Uh, there was the playoff one that we all know and love, but I think this one is one of the most important. I was saying before in the show that for me as a fan, it started to get a little dull. What's the next chapter in the rivalry? Bale, Chiellini, the hype is back in El Trafico, and I think this is the start of the next chapter. Everyone's watching. This is time for both teams to show up and show why this rivalry is the best in MLS. Not not the Cascadia rivalry, not the Toronto-Montreal, not the Ohio rivalry. It's this one. Um, and I think it's time. So, But he's a little more shine. By the way, lest we forget, uh, it's going to be a lot of good people watching as well. A lot of stars will come out. I saw Kevin Costner at uh, the playoff game between LFC and the guy. What's a Kevin, Kevin Costner? Costner. You, know, you know exactly who Kevin Costner is. Uh, Osvaldo, I don't drink at the Fan Fest, nor do I at the games. I do. Just kidding. I can't. 
People are on you for uh, under, being under the influence. It's Guys, crazy. what's going on? You know, you look, you know, you look like what a little bit. Like the, the 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 lead singer of the Spin Doctors. You got little facial hair. You got the, the, the shaggy hair. I, I know the hair's cool getting look. big again. What do you think? Yeah, it's cool. I like how you squeeze into that hat. I know. Just <laughs> compresses. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys again for watching. Don't forget, you can listen to this show as well as Angels Wear Boots as a podcast. Just search 110 Football wherever you listen to your podcast. Listen on your commute. It's great, great listen. Thanks for joining us, Nico, at the end. Appreciate that. He jumped in there. You got oh, yeah. Uh, we're not done today. Angels Wear Boots will recap last week's aggravating draw to Portland as well as an exciting edition of Sydney LaRue. That's live at 4 p.m. right here on 110 Football's YouTube channel. Friday. We'll be live at the bank for our tailgate at 6.30 p.m. and immediately after for our instant reaction postgame. Then we'll be right back here at our usual date and time with LAFC 360 on Monday and then again, Angels Wear Boots. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I know you guys were begging for just me and Max, so we made it happen. It. One time uh, only. Sir? I enjoyed it. Thank you. It Thank work. you guys, and we'll see you after a win at the bank. Let's go. <laughs> Hola, soy Diego Palacios. Sigue, aguanta en fútbol.